it's Judy Carter, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love. That living part is so important. Yes, and and there's a balance that has to be struck with most creative people because it's very easy to be creative and unsuccessful. <laughs> they could kind of go hand in hand. And a lot of creatives, they don't want to worry, think, or have any thought about the business side of what they're yeah. doing. And yeah. there's a conflict between my creative brain and my business brain. Yeah, I was having a conversation the other night with somebody who go, you know, was going like, I've got to get an agent to help me with the business part. I need an agent. And my experience has been as soon as I get an agent, my career grinds to a halt. Mm -hmm. Nothing happens because the agent is assuming I'm doing stuff and I'm assuming the agent is doing stuff. Oh, and that is such a big mistake. Oh, yeah. Two levels of inaccountability working together. Yes, exactly. Absolutely nowhere. Oh, my God. Matter of fact, I had um, I wanted to hire a comic. um, You know, she's 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 pretty famous and I and I had a budget uh, 15,000 for her and I was because a lot of times I will do a gig Mm -hmm. and um, that's where I'm really creative and I do my gig but then my business brain kicks in I go when the client says to me because I'm always looking for opportunity yeah absolutely so when the client says to me oh my god our biggest problem is going to be who's going to follow you next year and I go why don't you let me uh, agent the gig Mm, right there you go so now i'm making everybody happy Mm. (laughs) everybody i'm making the client happy because i'm gonna just take care of getting them someone i'm call up a friend of mine who would love to work Mm -hmm. and i take a cut yeah i take an agent cut so everybody is happy so my friend has an agent and she says please work through my agent well guess what uh the agent i sends me Five phone calls later, I finally get a contract that's 52 pages long and totally inappropriate for the gig. I spent all night crossing things out Mm -hmm. and sending it back. I email them. I call them. They don't return a call until the client says to me... um, I have, we have to have a signed contract and they lost the gig. So the, uh, the next year when I booked it, I said, Hey, if I don't work with your agent, can here's one page contract. Can you just sign it? And mm-hmm. Let's call it a day. Yep. And so getting an agent is like maybe not even going to get you work. Um, we'll, we'll not just get, not get you work, but even people are calling. Yeah. And they're, they're, yeah. they're not paying any attention because well, they want the $100,000 people. Mm-hmm. And well, I think the key point of failure in that is you're offloading something that you need to know. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people will go on and you see this all the time with celebrities because like Johnny Depp, his lawyers, his accountants, you know, ripped him off and now he doesn't have any money and now he's got to sue them, whatever, because what happens, especially with a lot of creatives, is they think, well, I'm a creative. I don't need to think about the business part. That's someone else's job. And remember, with this podcast, even in the introduction and description, it's about how to make a living doing what you love. And the living part of it means you have to have a business mind going with it. And a lot of people will go, well, but I'm a creative. I, you know, that that's just saps so much of my energy and, and it's going to take away from my authentic vision or whatever it may be, whatever excuse you have. But every successful creative I know, all the people that I like and admire and things like that, 
they are as good a creative as they are a business person. Exactly. So they know how to build the sandbox mm -hmm. and they know how to play in it. Exactly. So there's two different um, parts of your brain. Mm -hmm. um, and I've been lucky enough to have developed both of them. Yeah. And I've met other people who have equal left brain, right brain. Mm -hmm. um, I'm happier when I'm in my right brain yeah. being creative. Um, and I also, when I'm very, very stressed, I like being my left brain. Mm -hmm. I, I, both I find various times comforting. Um, so most people I know want, like, just like you say, want to shift that to somebody else, yes. another person. It's the same kind of fairy. It's a fairy tale. Someday mm -hmm. my prince will come, my agent will come, yep. my boyfriend come, whatever is going to make me happy, going to give me money. Somebody else is going to do it. So right then and there, you're, is this a word, disempowering yourself? Yeah, absolutely. You're disempowering yourself and you're also not being, you're not taking ownership. Because the mo one of the big problems, and this is a problem in business, is people hire positions to take over jobs they don't like before they've mastered how to actually do that job. So then they bring someone on and they teach them a little bit about what they know and then the business still falls apart and they're like, well, I hired so-and-so. And it's like, well, you hired before you knew what you were doing. Yeah. They, I, a lot of people mm -hmm. talk about you got to delegate, you got to yeah. delegate. But what you're saying is first, know the job you're delegating yes. yourself. Um, so here's what I find. Mm -hmm. I find that you can be just as creative in marketing and business as you can in writing a screenplay, writing a book, mm -hmm. uh, writing a joke. Um, you can be just as creative. Mm -hmm. So I have ideas hop into my head all the time. And a lot of people have ideas hop into their head. So it has to do with which ones you pay attention to. So, for instance, um, I'll have an idea come into my head about a joke or an idea for a paragraph of my book mm -hmm. or something like that. And um, I'll record it, write it down. Um, that's one step. Um, this morning, I had a marketing idea occur to me. And I find them to be just as interesting as the ideas for um, anything creative. Mm -hmm. And I deal with them equally. Yes. And I think that's so important. So this morning, I, I had a wonderful night going out, seeing these comics, and, and one of them was really good um, doing crowd work. And, mm -hmm. and I'm going, wow, I don't even know if he knows what he's doing and you know how great it is and if he could but i thought a lot of comics need to know how to do crowd work well what if i have a workshop uh like just a three-hour workshop i'll rent the improv and i'm writing a new book um the comedy the new comedy bible and what if um we teach a class to comics on crowd work and then i have a book signing afterwards okay marketing idea came to me yep. this morning well, <laughs> two hours later, I got him on board, yep. right? So, and and then I got more excited about finishing my book. Mm -hmm. So the business affects the creative because now I'm more excited to get it out because I know I could, I'm starting to picture the marketing. Mm -hmm. And last week, 
I was, what I realized was I wasn't finishing my book because I was going, oh, when I finish a book, then I got to market it. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I looked at that as drudgery. Mm-hmm. But I started to get creative ideas. And then I went, and then let me go further with the way my mind works. I went, oh, and then what I'll do is get every little element in the book of a certain way to write material have a very affordable, inexpensive, just be for fun, and a way to promote the book, um, workshop mm-hmm. on a variety of topics. So then yep. I called the Hollywood Improv, and I have a call into them mm-hmm. on when can I do it. Now um, I went, okay, and I'll just invite people who have large Twitter followings, and one of the things will be that they need to promote it on their Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. followings. Okay, great. Now, with if I let's say I do one of these a week, and um, one of these a week, now I've increased my following. Let's say every time mm-hmm. more and more followers because now I'm joining forces with other people who have large followings. Yep. And then, of course, my following serves them. So it's like win-win. Mm-hmm. We both make money. We both increase our uh, people who are in our universe and followers. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's p- potential um, um, book buyers. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about a $15 book, right? Yep. And for them, it's potential people be into what they do and come to their shows and fill seats. Mm -hmm. So marketing ideas like these are fun. Yeah. Because marketing always involves somebody else. So now I can't wait to get my book finished Mm -hmm. because um, just like I have a, someone will have a vision for their project or Mm -hmm. their movie or their screenplay or what they want, or they want their their career, or their Netflix comedy special. You need to have a vision of what the marketing looks like mm-hmm. and where it can go, and and that is just as can be as creative and as much fun as everything else that you do. Absolutely, and I think you hit the key there with opportunity when you stop. When you start thinking of your creative mind and your business mind, not as two things that are at odds, but two things that are collectively working together to get you to where you want to go, that's when you start discovering an immense amount of opportunity because you are at something creative and fun and you, but because your creative mind and business mind works together, you started seeing opportunities right in the room. You know, you didn't go to watch comedy that night to come up with a marketing plan for your book. You went there to enjoy some comedy. And right. then you saw something, and because your business brain and creative brain are working together and not at odds, you saw this great guy do crowd work, and suddenly, boom, that's an opportunity. Oh, that opportunity could lead to this opportunity, which could lead to this opportunity, and it just grows and grows and grows and expands because both of those minds are working together collectively getting you there you didn't say oh he does great crowd work oh i'm not too good at crowd work and then shut off you went he does great crowd work how could i have my business improve with his cooperation 
and us working together and suddenly thoughts, ideas, opportunities, all these things are starting well, to happen. It actually it actually working watching him do this crowd work. Mm-hmm. Um he was so seamless and I just got a text from him while I'm recording this podcast. Oh, awesome. His name is Gary Cannon. And um, he said, yes, I'll do a podcast with you. So that's my first step yep. is, you know, let's do a podcast, see if we work well together mm-hmm. and 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 see if he can. A lot of peep comics are really great at what they do, but like many people are really great at what they do. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they really know what they're doing or to teach it to someone else. Yep. Like, for instance, right now, um, if you're listening to this, I'm not sure how to teach you to um, notice opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of people go, gee, um, you've made a living your entire life from being creative. Mm-hmm. How did you do that? And a lot of times I don't know, but I did notice it this morning when I woke <laughs> and I told my therapist and yeah. she said, oh, you're always coming up with creative ideas on marketing. Yep. I go, oh. But here's the the big difference, okay? And this is why people go, ugh, marketing. Ugh, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I'll hire someone. I'll do something. Um, and and that is, the big idea is that most people see marketing as how do I um, make this other person buy shit from me? Yes. Okay. How do I make someone notice me Mm -hmm. how do i get myself an agent Mm -hmm. right how do i get people to do these things Mm -hmm. well when i think of it in those terms when i was younger Mm -hmm. how do i get an agent um i got very anxious and very stressful Mm -hmm. and then the notion of um, they have all the power I have nothing. Will they accept me? And if they don't, I'm rejected and devastated. So mm-hmm. that was the dynamic that I was in back then. Yep. The dynamic I'm in right now is what would be good for that other person. Mm-hmm. So you've gone from desire to service. How can I help the mm-hmm. other person and get something out of it? Yep. And get something out of it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't get anything out of it, but not, I mean, money-wise, but I'll get something even more important, Mm -hmm. a connection, a picture, uh, something, Mm -hmm. you know, um, an introduction to someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like, what service can I give? And also what I do, like right now, my um, literary agent went out of business. Mm-hmm. And, and um, so I, I find myself with no literary agent. Mm-hmm. So I have to get a literary agent. So um, I was went, well, I don't even want an agent. I'll just self-publish. And then this agent approached me and said, I'll... Oh, that's ridiculous! You you know you'll get a deal, blah blah mm-hmm. blah blah, and and uh, write up a proposal, and I wrote up the proposal. I sent him, never heard from him again, mm-hmm. and it and and it distracted me from my work to write up this proposal. But I got oh, now I got a freaking proposal, I'll get an agent. So I contacted another agent, mm-hmm. and 
And she said something to me that made me realize she didn't read the proposal. Oh, <laughs> right? Uh -oh. But yeah, I'll send you an agent's contract and, you know, we'll work it. But my, my daughter's getting married in a month, so I can't do anything. <sighs> and I'm just going like, what do I need her for? Yeah. No, goodbye. And then I contacted another agent and then, you know, and, and when I talk to them, I don't, I don't have this feeling that I really need them. Yes. I, I, but I talk to them and I go, hey, this is an easy sell. Mm. This is the situation. And, you know, um, and this is what I probably expect to make on a, um, a, an advance. But my feeling is that, you know, I don't know if they're going to get, a, you know, they don't make much money, agents, yeah. 50. And, and at my age, I don't know how many more books I'm going to write. So I don't know even how, many, how, how advantageous is it is to them. So I can see it from their viewpoint. Yeah. But it's like, do I really need them? No. Mm. So when you get to a place where you go, I need this agent. Yeah. Then you're, you are uh, yeah, well, you're, you're, as you said, you're disempowering. You're putting all of your ability and strength and everything that you can do into the hands of someone else. And you're, and so you're removing the accountability from yourself. You know, when you start working with really high performing people, they don't wait around for others to jump on the boat. You know, no. they are good. They push forward. They go regardless because they have their goals. They have their life and they are never going to give away their power to someone else to ultimately see to their success. You know, how many people do you get in your program who are like, but Judy, I just I just didn't. Oh, I don't have time to do this and I can't the thing and I couldn't think of anything. And oh, I didn't have time to do the homework or whatever. And you get into these moments where you're like. So suddenly it's my job to convince you to be successful, I, even yeah. though that's something that you want, you know, but in reality, you've got to want it the most. You've got to take accountability of it the most, which means you have got to get out there and do the business part as well. You can't just say, well, I'll create the art and then someone else will make it, make it. Yeah. Famous. And here's the thing. What I realized, cause I've hired consultants mm -hmm. um, before and what I realized is that everything they tell me is already on the internet. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I was paying someone, you know, thousands of dollars a month mm -hmm. to tell me things that Google could tell me. Mm -hmm. And that, and that made me realize that I didn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Like uh, that, that I didn't want to market this cause I don't want to do it. Yeah. So that's another thing because you can, if you want to market yourself, whatever it is that you want to do, other people have done it. Mm -hmm. Why can't you? Yes. And a lot of people aren't that good, mm -hmm. but they're doing it. Now, yep. I get if you're not very good um, and cr creative, let's say if you're a comic and, you know, you're not getting laughs, mm -hmm. you know, you have to really work at it and get good or you're a speaker you got to get good but i find that um in the business of speaking a lot of people are terrible and making you know half a million a year mm -hmm. speaking and i've seen them speak and they're they're horrible yeah, but they're just horrible but they've marketed themselves 
beautifully. Yeah, so they've they've aligned their business side with their speaking side. And now, you know, just the same amount of energy that they're putting into one, they can apply to the other or vice versa or more so to one to the other. But it's always both are being used. And versus some speakers who like I've seen people, you know, at like small presentations, things like that, who are fantastic. And I'm like, wow, why don't I see this person doing keynotes and all sorts of, because they will never send an email. They will never reach out. They will never take the risk. They will never like that. They're, they're fine in this little, little, little pocket where they're safe and they're never going to take any steps, nor are they going to learn how to do that. And then you've got the people that you're talking about who, Hey, you know, my content, it could be a lot better, but I'm putting the equal amount of energy into the business side and the marketing and the promotion of myself and my networking and my, you know, mm -hmm. my communication. So I'm booking all the time. Eh, well, maybe I'm not really doing as much into my content, but I'm happy with where this is. Yeah. So it's the balance. You have to get good and follow your creative notions. And then you really have to, first of all, educate yourself mm. and you have to re-educate yourself like for instance i'm rethinking my speaking career mm. because it's changed yes and things have changed and i realize that i've been floating for you know 12 years on the same videos mm -hmm. <laughs> you know and i show up and i you know i have to change my video and I, so i have to go okay who's getting booked yeah what are they doing mm. right what are they doing? What do what do look at look at eight different speakers in my genre, mm -hmm. and what is what do their videos look like? What do their websites look like? What do their messages look like? Yeah, and then you start to realize that you have to change what you're doing mm -hmm. and what's a creative way to um, fit into what people are buying now. So, for instance, right now. They're not buying negative messages. So I had a title called um, Finding Happiness When You're Fat, Broke, and Surrounded by Idiots yeah. <laughs> was one of my speeches. And um, then you come to realize that um, no meeting planner wants to call the attendees fat or idiots. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> Right. Yep. Uh, so she so I realized that they don't want things like on burnout now. They want things on positive empowerment mm -hmm. messages. Yep. So you want a message which and as soon as I figure it out, I'll let everybody know. Yep. But <laughs> but but I think this is the most important element of it is that, you know, to get good, sure, you take classes, you you hire consultants or coaches, you get good at what you do. Mm -hmm. The same thing is with marketing. Yep. You first have to educate yourself, no matter what you're doing. Who's, who's a comic that's kind of similar to you, that's mm -hmm. really successful? What did they do? Yep. And now with the internet, you can educate yourself on everything yeah. you can you could figure out how to do your own seo wordage mm -hmm. and get people to your youtube videos i there are so many apps now to help you move to the top of searches to get things happening to get things moving it's there are no secrets anymore yeah the information is out there you just have to apply yourself in order to get them now there is there's a double-edged sword to that though uh in the sense that if you have to also make sure that your creative and authentic side is still there because if you just go and completely copy someone entirely, people are going to know you're faking it. Like if you go, oh, I speak about relationships, but relationships aren't really 
powerful, aren't getting me gigs. So I'm going to talk about leadership now. And what is his topic? Okay, well, I'll change four words and that'll be my title. And uh, what does their later, uh, email template look like? Well, I'll just take that template well, and I'm I'll not, change no, four words. I'm but that's the thing is that you can fall into that trap. Pla- no, because I'm not, you're not a plagiarism. Well, it's not just plagiarism. It's also you have to be, you have to remember who you are as the creative. Remember the two, the two brains have to work together. They can't be, well, I'll just model this and then forget what I used to do. You have to make sure that you are applying your creative, your perspective to that marketing mentality because people can sniff out a fraud or someone who's just trying to be a part of the pack in an instant. So you've got to make sure that's why the creative brain, we're not saying if you're going to do the business side, then, you know, shut your creative brain down for a while and do the business. And then when that's handled, then you can turn that back on. No, both have to be on, both have to be activated. And it's a lot harder to do than just saying, well, I'll just, you know, here are these people and they do that. I always like to follow the rule of be aware, but don't compare. Say, be aware of what these people are doing. Oh, that's a good tactic. That's a good strategy. How would I implement that for what I do? That's a good, you know, all that kind of stuff that you're seeing online, all these types of things. Oh, I'd like to use that, you know, that methodology. How can I take that methodology and apply it to mine? It's the Bruce Lee method. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like be like water. You got to move, you know, take what you need out of each one, but don't take, you know, don't take it as, oh, he booked five gigs last year or, you know, five more gigs than I did last year. So I'm changing everything about me. You know, oh, he's got a lion in his logo. I should put a lion in my logo too. No. So I think the homework here is this, is to uh, creative people, um, because that's, what this podcast is for and it's to help you make a living being creative so we always talk about writing down your ideas Mm -hmm. or recording them so for all every time you write a creative idea write a marketing idea and and balance that your two brains out Mm -hmm. okay and if you go i don't understand what marketing is this you could watch youtube videos on Mm -hmm. anything absolutely absolutely anything don't delegate it to someone else Mm -hmm. learn it implement it so every for every creative you go you write down oh here's a great idea for a premise go Mm -hmm. what's my idea for marketing right now yeah and you can also do that in the reverse too write down all those business things that you got to do and then come up with a creative thing that goes with it you know if you hate doing your taxes you know, I'm sure there's a many creative things you can do to help you do that. All there's all those things that you go, oh, I don't want to market. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Start engaging that creative side as well. So every creative idea, match it with a marketing idea or a business idea. And every business and marketing idea, match it with a creative idea. If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to themessageofyou.com where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening and let's find your message and launch your career.